Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Hello, friends. This is Tito Kang, your host on Unlock the Leader's Code Live, only available on Facebook where I answer your questions. But if you're listening to this now, it's on a podcast on iTunes. Thank you for joining us. I hope I add value. And we're going through our trek. We're going through our trek of the 21 days into the 21 irreparable laws of leadership. And that laws, those laws help you, either you're a seasoned leader or if you are a new leader, help you kind of hone in and maybe some aspects you might have forgotten or you might have put aside and you realize you are not as effective because as we talked in the law number one, the law of the lid, which is the leader is always held up to lid. So as you grow in your organization, as your company and your organization grows or your team grows, your lid has to grow as well because you'll be faced with situations that you have never faced before. Today, we are on law number nine, the law of magnetism. The law of magnetism. And this is my favorite law. John provides some really some pearls of wisdoms into this law. Hope. So let's dive right into it. First, he starts the book by asking this quick question, right? Write down the qualities that you want to have in the people you want to reach or to bring on into your enterprise or in your inner circle, your circle of friends. List down the qualities, the top qualities that you want to see. And I do this in my component when I get people to jump on board with me and Hey, Sarawat, Jibibsuo. Hey, Sarawat, just join. Now, I ask that. What are the qualities of the people that you want to jump on board with you? Do you want to recruit into your company, into your circle of friends? What are the top qualities you look for? And in, in those qualities in my workshop, I get them to actually look at the workshops, the, the, the qualities, and then put on a note in which qualities that you have yourself. And lo and behold, what you, tends to happen is that Typically, people have the same qualities of the people that they're around with, right? So you don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. And that's, in a nutshell, the law of magnetism. Sometimes in my coaching clients, they ask me, Tito, I don't really understand. I seem to not bring people that are motivated or that are inspired or that that take leadership or initiative. And I'm not attracting those. And sometimes the clients themselves are actually motivated, they, they are motivated, and they are enterprising, they take initiative. However, what happens is that they don't showcase that outside of their inner circle. So within their enterprise, they don't showcase it. They don't elevate it, it creates systems to showcase what they are looking for, the qualities they want to rise up in their organization, right? There's this thing that says, average leaders have thoughts. Good leaders have plans, super leaders create systems. And that's for a whole other talk. But what are the systems that you have in the, within your organization to attract the type of people you want to attract? That's the first question that I ask. So John then shares a couple of things of why people attract and who people attract. There are a couple of pillars, I guess, if you want to talk about them that way. The first one is generation, right? There's something that was said in the old adage, the prophet said, the birds that hung together... Birds that look alike flock together. 
something that goes along those lines. Basically, en français, it's qui se ressemble, ça So everyone that has the same kind of inkling, same kind of direction, gets together. Generation is one component of that. So typically, would you see me hanging around with a bunch of 18 years old? Well, if I'm open to it, that's pretty cool. I feel that 18 year olds are, are, are full of life, full of ideas. So I like to get myself inserted in that. But you, you wouldn't see a bunch of 50 year old around a bunch of 18 year old. So generation, there's that generation gap. The second component is the attitude, the attitude. You typically hang around with the people that have the same attitude as you. So if you are a person that ha is high energy and, and that has a great positive attitude, you probably don't like to be hanging around people that complain all the time or that whine all the time or that gossip all the time. However, if you're a person that loves to gossip, you're probably hanging around people that loves to gossip all the time. So attitude creates that component. The third component is your background. Now, interestingly enough, Background is something that was created. So there was a point in time where, you know, segregation was big and deep-seated, especially in the United States, where the color of your skin would define who you would be with or who you would, where you would be allowed to, to, be, uh, to be part of. Now, segregation, interestingly enough, if you read in the news today, um, Oracle is actually being sued for having discrimination because they seem to favor, in terms of salary, people uh, of white a color skin, men, and Indian male for those particular jobs. Interestingly enough. So look it up. It was in the news today. So the background creates something that you want to get around with. So if you look at the background, the people you hang around with, typically in my circle of friends, I will have a lot of more Asian, Cambodians, uh, in terms of my circle, inner circle, same background, same cultural bringing. If I look at some of my other friends, you would have East Indians that would be hanging around together, Italians that would be hanging around together, because the culture and your background, you can have things that you can discuss that you get to have the same experiences. Interestingly enough, as I coming around and being surrounded more of a different background, I've noticed that at the core of everything, some of the experiences and histories in the backgrounds in the Italian friends that I have in terms of family is the same thing as I grew up as an Asian. So that's interesting. The fourth component is values. Now values is very important. When I get down to this piece in my workshops, I ask, if you, do you have defined values? In most corporations, you'll see they'll put up on a board the values and what they stand for. It's nice to have it on the board. The key part really is to ask yourself, how are those values being lived? That's what you want to know. So if you're interviewing for an organization or if you are recruiting people into your organization, if you have a set of values already, you must have interview questions that will pull out how they live those values. Not only that they can say, what are values are important to you? Well, values is discipline. Okay, show, tell me how you live a discipline. So have you defined your set of values? And some people have defined a set of values but haven't written it down. What's the key part of writing it down? It's to solidify that. So have you taken the time, your organization have, if you work inside an, a company or in a corporate world like I have for over 20 years of my corporate career, we spend a lot of time to actually write, to put words down because words are powerful to provide direction to our team. So if you're a solopreneur, do you write those values for your company? 
Now, it's just yourself, but those values are going to be your guiding light, your compass, if you will, as you continue to do your business. It will provide you a set of filters to make your decision, even as a solopreneur. If you are an entrepreneur with a team, a smaller team, it provides them direction. So what are your set of values? And if you're not an entrepreneur because you're all leaders, as I like to say, you're also the leader of your family. What are the values that you want your family to stand for? In my family, the values are this, the following one. Discipline, integrity, perseverance, courage, compassion, commitment, and focus. Those seven values are important. So every time we do something, we try to get down and see if it, fat miss, uh, if, if fits those values. Sometimes we stray away because that's life. We struggle in some, that's life, and then we grow into it. So allow yourself. Just, just because you have the values set down doesn't mean that you'll be all the time automatically living them. You just challenge yourself to live up to them, right? The fifth component is energy. Energy is an interesting thing, right? A lot of people had a conversation with uh, one of my students just a couple of days ago that talked about that leaders are born and leaders have this natural ability and typically extrovert make great leaders. However, a recent research done by Dr. Carl Moore in a book that he's read uh, wrote with another author, which the name escapes me right now, but Dr. Kalmar said that it's been proven that introverts actually make better leaders because introverts, what do they do? They listen better. Extroverts like to speak. And to be a great leader, you first have to be a great listener. Like we said yesterday in the Law of Intuition, leaders are readers. And that's to listen first, right? So the person that has high energy might come in and find a person that's low energy and think that the Man, they're really boring. They, they don't want to do anything. They're not like pumping up. They seem to be morose. While the person at slow energy is looking at the person with high energy and go like, this person's crazy. This, or this person's not real as you come in, right? So that, at that energy, you can collide also and attract only the people with the same type of level of energy for you. Then, then there's giftedness. Now, if you are gifted in one area, programming, in movie making, in creating that giftedness, you attract other gifted. No, in music, that's clearly shown. When someone is gifted in music, suddenly the people that are also gifted in music, they come together. There's many YouTube's videos of impromptu jam sessions in the airports where people would sit, sit down in a piano and start like playing a tune and somebody else will come around and start adding to that. They're both gifted and they add on and the value is so much enhanced. It's fantastic. It's a great video actually about like collaboration. The second part, the, the last one is leadership ability. So your leadership ability is going to attract other leaders. So if you are a leader at number seven, don't expect to attract leaders that are number eight or number nine. So therefore, for you to attract greater leaders, you must raise your lid. Those are the components that actually create the magnetism that you can, should think about. Now, one caveat that you, must be, that you must remember, if you know, because if you are self-aware, that's the first key thing as a super, a super leader. Super leaders are really self-aware. You tend to hang around the people with the same background, with the same generation, with the same values, with the same energy, with the same giftedness. But if you want to grow and raise your lid, you must expand that. Get out of your zone of comfort, right? These 
characteristics that make up the magnetism that you have. They put you in a zone of comfort. So if you want to continue to grow, how do you get outside of your zone of comfort? If you love being around people with high energy, what if you went with people with low energy? doesn't mean they have a bad attitude. Now, bad attitude, that's a whole other thing. You don't want to necessarily hang, out, hang around people with bad attitude, but you might want to be around people that have bad attitude to see what is it that puts them in a bad attitude so that you come to understand yourself when you get in a bad attitude because we all have a bad attitude, don't we? It's not a constant realm that we monitor ourselves. We change with our own emotions. That's one of the principles of my living a life of happiness is outwit your emotions because your emotions get into you and you must understand yourself. So leaders, super leaders, don't attract what, who they want. They attract who they are. So who are you? What are the qualities that you show best? And if you have those qualities and you don't have people around you with the same qualities, question yourself. How do you recruit and cultivate your qualities so that you attract the same qualities you want inside your organization, inside your family, inside your circle of friends. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please like, share, and comment. I thank you for joining me or taking the time to listen. Until I see you next time, live and in person, lead on, make everyday bandages, and as always, aloha, mahalo, and here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.